Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelabert from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year using God's Word translation by God's Word to the Nations Mission Society. Numbers chapter 18. The Lord said to Aaron, You, your sons, and your family will be responsible for any sins against the holy place. You and your sons will also be responsible for any sins you commit when you work as priests. Bring the other Levites from your ancestors' tribe to join you, and help you and your sons serve in front of the tent of the words of my promise. They will work for you, doing whatever work is necessary for the whole tent. But they must not come near the altar or the furnishings in the holy place, or they will die, and you will die too." They will join you and do whatever work is necessary for the tent of meeting, including all the maintenance work for the tent, but no one else may come near you. You must be in charge of the work done at the holy place and at the altar. Then I won't show my anger against the Israelites again. I have chosen the other Levites from among the Israelites to help you. They are a gift given to the Lord to do whatever work is necessary at the tent of meeting. Only you and your sons may do the work of priests, everything done at the altar and under the canopy. This is my gift to you. You may serve me as priests. Anyone else who comes near the holy place to do this work must die. The Lord said to Aaron, I am putting you in charge of all the contributions given to me. I am giving you and your descendants all the holy gifts from the Israelites as your share. These contributions will always be yours. That part of the most holy offerings which is not burned belongs to you. It may come from a grain offering, an offering for sin, or a guilt offering. Whatever is brought to me as a most holy offering will belong to you and your sons. Eat it in a most holy place. Any male may eat it. You must consider it holy. The contributions that come as gifts taken from the offerings presented by the Israelites are also yours. I am giving these to you, your sons and your daughters. They will always be yours. Anyone in your household who is clean may eat them. I am also giving you the first of the produce that they give to the Lord, the best of all the olive oil and the best of the new wine and fresh grain. The first of all produce harvested in their land that they bring to the Lord is yours. Anyone in your household who is clean may eat it. Anything in Israel that is claimed by the Lord is yours. Every firstborn male, human, or animal that is brought to the Lord is yours. But you must buy back every firstborn son and the firstborn male of any unclean animal. When they are one month old, you must buy them back at the fixed price of two ounces of silver, using the standard weight of the holy place. But you must never buy back a firstborn ox, sheep, or goat. They are holy. Throw the blood from these animals against the altar and burn the fat as an offering by fire, a soothing aroma to the Lord. But the meat is yours, like the breast and the right thigh that are presented. I am giving you, your sons and your daughters, all the holy contributions the Israelites bring to the Lord. These contributions will always be yours. It is an everlasting promise of salt in the Lord's presence for you and your descendants. The Lord said to Aaron, You will have no land or property of your own, as the other Israelites will have. I am your possession and your property among the Israelites. 
I am giving the Levites one-tenth of every Israelite's income. This is in return for the work they do at the tent of meeting. The other Israelites must never again come near the tent of meeting. Otherwise, they'll suffer the consequences of their sin and die. Only the Levites will do the work at the tent of meeting. They will be responsible for their own sins. This is a permanent law for future generations. They will own no property as the other Israelites will. Instead, I will give the Levites what the Israelites contribute to the Lord, one-tenth of the Israelites' income. This is why I said about them, they will own no property as the other Israelites do. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Levites and say to them, You will take one-tenth of all Israelites' income which I am giving you as your property. When you do, you must contribute one-tenth of that income as your contribution to the Lord. Your contribution will be considered to be grain from the threshing floor or juice from the winepress. So you too will contribute one-tenth of your income to the Lord out of all that you receive from the Israelites' income. You will give the Lord's contribution to the priest Aaron. Out of all the gifts you receive, you must contribute the best and holiest parts to the Lord. Also tell them, when you contribute the best part, your contribution will be considered to be produce from the threshing floor or wine press, so you and your households may eat it anywhere, because it's the wages you receive for your work at the tent of meeting. When you contribute the best part, you won't suffer the consequences of any sin, you won't be dishonoring the holy offerings given by the Israelites, and you won't die. Numbers chapter 19 The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is what the Lord's teachings have commanded. Tell the Israelites to bring you a red cow that is perfect, with no defects. Also, it must never have worn a yoke. Give it to the priest Eliezer. It must be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. The priest Eliezer will take some of the blood with his finger and sprinkle it seven times towards the front of the tent of meeting. Then the entire cow, the skin, meat, blood, and excrement, will be burned while he watches. The priest will take some cedar wood, a hyssop sprig, and some red yarn and throw them onto the burning cow. The priest must then wash his clothes and his body. After that, he may go into the camp, but he will be unclean until evening. The person who burned the calf must also wash his clothes and his body. He too will be unclean until evening. A man who is clean will collect the ashes from the cow and put them in a clean place outside the camp. They will be kept by the community of Israel and used in the water that takes away uncleanness. The cow is an offering for sin. The person who collected the ashes from the cow must also wash his clothes. He will be unclean until evening. This will be a permanent law for the Israelites and for the foreigners who live with them. Whoever touches the dead body of any human being will be unclean for seven days. The unclean person must use this water on the third day and the seventh day to take away his sin. Then he will be clean. But if he doesn't use this water on the third day and the seventh day, he will not be clean. Whoever touches the dead body of a human being and doesn't use this water to take away his sin makes the Lord's tent unclean. That person must be excluded from Israel because the water that takes away uncleanness wasn't sprinkled on him. He is unclean. His uncleanness stays with him. These are the instructions for when a person dies in a tent. 
Everyone who goes into the tent and everyone who is in the tent will be unclean for seven days. Every container without a lid fastened on it is unclean. Whoever is outdoors and touches someone who is killed or has died naturally, or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave, will be unclean for seven days. This is what you must do for people who become unclean from touching a dead body. Put some of the ashes from the red cow that was burned as an offering for sin into a container, then pour fresh water on them. A person who is clean will take a sprig of hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle the tent, all the furnishings, and all the people who were in the tent with the dead body. He must also sprinkle any person who has touched a human bone or a grave, and any person who has touched someone who has been killed or who has died naturally. A person who is clean will sprinkle these types of unclean people on the third day and the seventh day. On the seventh day, the clean person will finish taking away their sins. Then they must wash their clothes and bodies, and in the evening they will be clean. But if the person who becomes unclean doesn't have his sin taken away, that person must be excluded from the assembly. He has made the holy place of the Lord unclean. The water to take away uncleanness wasn't sprinkled on him. He is unclean. This will be a permanent law for them. Whoever sprinkles the water to take away uncleanness must wash his clothes, and whoever touches this water will be unclean until evening. Anything that an unclean person touches will become unclean, and the person who touches it will be unclean until evening. Numbers chapter 20 In the first month, the whole community of Israel came into the desert of Zin, and they stayed at Kadesh. Miriam died and was buried there. Since the community was without water, they came together to confront Moses and Aaron. The people complained to Moses and said, If only we had died when the other Israelites died in the Lord's presence. Did you bring the Lord's assembly into this desert just to have us and our animals die here? Why did you make us leave Egypt and bring us into this terrible place? This is no place to plant crops. Even figs, grapes, and pomegranates won't grow here, and there's no water to drink. Moses and Aaron went from the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting. Immediately, they bowed with their faces touching the ground, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord said to Moses, Take your staff, then you and your brother Aaron gather the community. Right before their eyes, tell the rock to give up its water. In this way, you will give the community water from the rock for them and their animals to drink. Moses took his staff out of the tent in the Lord's presence as he had been commanded. Then Moses and Aaron assembled the community in front of the rock and said to them, Listen, you rebels! Must we bring water out of this rock for you? Moses raised his hand and hit the rock twice with the staff. Water came pouring out, and all the people and their animals drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, You didn't trust me. You didn't show the Israelites how holy I am. So you will not bring this congregation into the land I'm giving them. This was the oasis of Meribah, complaining, where the Israelites complain about the Lord and where he showed them he was holy. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. He said, This is what your brother Israel says. You know all the hardships we've had. 
Our ancestors went to Egypt, and we lived there for many years. The Egyptians mistreated us and our ancestors. When we cried out to the Lord, he heard us, sent a messenger, and brought us out of Egypt. Now we're here in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your territory. Please, let us go through your country. We won't go through any of your fields or vineyards or drink any of the water from your wells. We'll stay on the king's highway and never leave it until we've passed through your territory. But the Edomites answered, You may not pass through our country. If you try, we'll come out and attack you. The Israelites replied, We'll stay on the main road. And if we or our livestock drink any of your water, we'll pay for it. We want to pass through on foot, that's all. But the Edomites said, You may not pass through. Then they came out and attacked with many well-armed troops. Since the Edomites refused to let Israel go through their territory, the Israelites turned around and went a different way. The whole community of Israel left Kadesh and came to Mount Hor. At Mount Hor, near the border of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Aaron must now join his ancestors in death, since he cannot enter the land I'm giving the Israelites. This is because you both rebelled against my command at the oasis of Meribah. Bring Aaron and his son Eliezer up on Mount Hor. Take off Aaron's priestly clothes and put them on his son Eliezer. Then Aaron will die there and join his ancestors. Moses did as the Lord commanded. The whole community saw them go up Mount Hor. Moses took off Aaron's priestly clothes and put them on his son Eliezer. Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eliezer came down from the mountain. The whole community saw that Aaron had died, and all the Israelites mourned for Aaron thirty days.